Welcome to Fumbling Hobbyist, where we explore adventures and misadventures in spare time. I'm your host, Sarah Gallagher, and today you guys get to go with me for a walk. It is Friday, and this has been my first week for the summer off of work. I work school year schedule, so we ended the school year last week, and now I'm off. And in honor of the beginning of summer, I decided to continue to send my kids to daycare for this week, and I deep cleaned my house. That was fun. It wasn't exactly a hobby. In fact, I'm a pretty terrible housekeeper, but it was kind of gratifying. It was not. It was really super gratifying, actually, to clean my house and especially shampooing the carpets. We've lived in this house for five years, and we hadn't really cleaned them since, aside from just the normal routine vacuuming. And so I shampooed the carpets, and it was gross. It was so gross. There was so much dirt in the carpets. And you know, carpets don't look dirty. They don't look dirty. They looked perfectly clean. And I thought, "Eh, it'll probably smell better, whatever. The water that came out of that shampooer was disgusting, like a mud puddle. So it really made me think about, maybe I need to spend more time in the future deep cleaning my house. Anyway, when I was planning for this week... I was thinking about how I was going to structure my day so that all this spare time that I have wouldn't just go to waste with me getting up and feeling like I had a lot of time in the mornings and just not really getting anything done, which is something I'm somewhat prone to do when I feel like I have a lot of extra time. So I decided that I was going to... um, get up in the mornings at the same time as usual, and my husband would take the kids to daycare, so I didn't even have to leave the house in the morning. And very first thing, I was going to get on the unicycle every single morning for a few minutes and work on my balance and go for a jog and then clean all morning, have lunch, and then have all afternoon to do whatever I want to do. And now it's Friday, and I've been thinking about how well or how poorly this system works during the week. And it has been really great to have a structure because it turns out that a lot of the cleaning tasks I wanted to do take a lot longer than I thought they were going to. So I ended up um, jogging, well, mostly walking, a couple of days this week. And then one day I stubbed my toe really bad in the morning and it made it so that it wasn't really practical to jog for a couple of days. So now today I'm getting out and going for another walk, mostly a walk. I might jog for a minute if I want to, but um, just getting outside and, you know, moving and getting in the habit of exercising. A couple of days then I had lunch dates with friends, so I was able to do those glorious things, which was so fun, and it's so worth the time to do that, but um, it kind of put a structure on my day so that one day um, my morning ended, we had kind of a late lunch, and so my morning cleaning time 
ended late enough that I didn't really have any afternoon time after lunch before I went to pick up the kids. And then another day, I kind of had the opposite experience where I met a friend for kind of an early lunch. So I only had a couple of hours to clean before I had to go meet her for lunch. So it's been really interesting to kind of see how even though I have a whole week of spare time that I can use more or less however I want, it really hasn't felt like very long at all. And I was talking to someone about this the other day, and they were saying that, yeah, when you're thinking about a whole day to yourself, it seems like you can get a lot done in a whole day. And then when the day actually happens, it seems really short and you don't really get a lot done. But it has been really, really nice this week to, well, first of all, it has been really nice to do so much cleaning on my house. Um, I feel much better about my house than I did a week ago at this time. And it has been really nice to have that flexibility to just kind of do what I want to do when I want to do it and uh, arrange my schedule accordingly. So that's been really, really neat. Today... We are headed up to um, the Twin Cities for a couple of days. We're going with some friends of ours, and that'll be really fun. So we're planning to go to the zoo up there, and we're planning to... We might either hit up the Children's Museum or the Science Center in Minnesota, and I've never been to either one of those, so it'll be interesting to see what we think of those. I love children's museums. And I love science centers, and I think that most people in my family do. So I will report back next week um, how that trip goes. And then on Wednesday of next week, the kids and I are beginning our bigger summer adventures, traveling to Texas. And so hopefully I will get to um, talk with you a little bit during that trip and kind of keep you updated about how things are going and how the long car rides went. Um, but if you are interested in chiming into this conversation, I would really love to hear from you. You can email Fumbling Hobbyist. The email address is fumblinghobbyist at gmail.com or you can get on Facebook and join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Instagram, or we have a Twitter account, but we don't use it very much. But one of those avenues, you can, you know, track us down and chime in with your two cents about your spare time and the adventures or misadventures that you like to participate in. For a couple of weeks, well, a couple of weeks ago, we had spent quite a bit of time talking about soul hobbies, um, which are hobbies that you would, you feel like you would kind of not be yourself if you stopped doing them. And I was having a conversation the other day with someone about this, and she brought up a really interesting distinction that I hadn't really thought about before. And that is the distinction between a hobby that you do on a daily or very regular basis versus a hobby that you do occasionally, but it still is part of your identity. 
And I think this is a really interesting distinction to make because we were talking about, um, specifically about one of my sisters is an equestrian. She really loves horses. She is involved with horses at least weekly, if not more often than that. And my other sister is a musician and she, um, participates in a couple of different musical groups. Um, and she participates at least weekly, if not more often as well. And then I was talking about, whoo, you can tell I'm going up a hill with my walk. Whew. We were talking about how after I had gone to Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago, that I was so rejuvenated by that trip. And it made me wonder if, for me, traveling was perhaps a sole hobby of mine. But traveling is not something that most people participate in on a weekly or very regular basis. It's more like big trips or small short weekends away. But most people don't travel every week. So I'm curious if anyone else has discovered a distinction in their hobbies between things they participate in daily or very frequently versus hobbies that are still part of themselves but don't require as much time commitment or maybe don't allow as much time commitment like traveling. Obviously, my finances and my time commitments in other areas of my life don't allow me to travel frequently. And honestly, if I did have to spend quite a bit of time traveling on a weekly or daily basis, I do not think I would enjoy it as much as I do. So, if you have thoughts about soul hobbies, either regular soul hobbies or occasional soul hobbies, or hobbies that are not soul hobbies, just things you do, maybe hobbies you participate in that you really don't like, I'd love to hear from you. Um, get on Facebook, join the conversation, or shoot us an email. I'm going to finish my walk. I think that I probably need to not be talking if I'm walking in this kind of heat. So I will touch base with you next week. And in the meantime, enjoy your adventures and misadventures in spare time. <laughs>